0: Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach
1: Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. welcome everyone. So excited again for today. Our topic for today is, is this good enough? And we are going to be on this path to answer this question today that I think plagues a lot of us. And this is the phrase that we normally repeat to ourselves is, is what I'm doing or creating or dreaming, is this truly good enough? So I think in this world, we are so inundated with self-doubt, and this pursuit of perfection, that what we're going to find answers, challenge beliefs, given a different perspective. And I think it's, it's also important to celebrate the imperfection in all of this. So looking forward to this episode with my co-host, Kerry. I'm so glad that you can be here today and take part in this conversation.
0: Hi, Norma. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here with you again today. Looking forward to this conversation.
1: So let's just start off by this idea of, "Is this good enough?" And I think for me, it' maybe not so much lately, but in my past, having this doubt and I think this is really the root of this phrase that we use, "Is this good enough?" Is the fact that we uh, feel doubt? And so this leads to us doubting. And I mean, why do we doubt? Now, a couple of things that I came up with is that I think we doubt because we want to be accepted. We want to belong to something or a community or a group. We want to be loved. If we doubt, we think about the risk of maybe getting rejected, getting judged, getting criticized. So I think for me, those are pretty much the ones that I came up with. And I think also focusing on an outcome that... We don't want. Instead of focusing on that, this thing that I'm doing or creating is going to help so much people or is going to bring so much joy in someone's life, I maybe are focusing on all the negative things. So, Kerry, in your own life or, or some of your coaching clients, what is maybe some of the reasons why they doubt themselves?
0: Well, I think so. Self-doubt is kind of, to me, at least from, from what I've seen, is it doesn't matter who we're talking about. There, it always exists in people. There's not a lot of people who don't have that doubt that can come up. And usually it comes from perhaps having been rejected in the past or just the very basic desire to be accepted can create that anxiousness about whether or not what we're doing is good enough or will be accepted. Probably our, I don't know about where where you are, Norma, but certainly our school systems contribute to that. And and really the job place, any place that we go, of course, there's there's this measuring or this comparing, and we want to reach certain benchmarks. And so we begin to worry about whether we're going to be able to accomplish what we set out to do, or if we will be able to please the person that we're trying to do the work for. And so I think it can have a lot of different roots, or different places that it comes from, or or many, many contributing factors that has us questioning whether something is good enough. But I would guess comparison is probably the bigger one, at least maybe for me. If maybe I compare myself and my work and wonder if if it's good enough, that, that's probably the most common one, I would think.
1: And I think that brings me to the question that who decides if something is good enough? I think we give our power away if we give that decision to someone else to make. We're also unique. We're also on different paths and i know intellectually we all understand that we can't give someone else that privilege to decide for us if something is good enough but still we but still we do it and i think if for me a reason why i want to decide that something is good enough and not leave that in someone else's hands is someone else doesn't know my capabilities. They don't know my creativity. They don't know my skills or talents or expertise. They don't know my level of knowledge of something. And if I do something or create something and I leave it into someone else's hands to know if something is good enough, then I'm most probably going to be disappointed a lot of times. I think it's it's unnecessary for us to look at someone else and and really compare in that way, because we might be looking at someone that is maybe decades ahead of us and comparing our work with their work. And it's really not fair even to try and do that. And we can't really establish our value or the value that we create based on that sort of system.
0: Yeah, I think mostly I would say we we can decide if something is good enough as you know it's almost subjective and i think sometimes in a workplace situation there may actually be benchmarks that we're expected to to reach or to to be measured against and we kind of accept that in an employment mm-hmm. situation and we may come up against the the fact that we are not fulfilling exactly what it was that you know the person that hired us was hoping for and so there will be times where we will just You know, it won't be a good fit, perhaps, and and we will (laughs) need to go and and pursue other venues or or that sort of thing. But I also think in that moment, we often will then see ourselves as a failure or as not that maybe that we ourselves were not good enough. And the truth of the matter is, is maybe that the work and the expectation just aren't something that are that are a match. And so we often will stick that into our arsenal to use against ourselves a little later down the road, which will make it difficult sometimes to reapply for a different kind of work or that sort of thing. So we have to be really conscious, I think, of what we're making it mean about Mm -hmm. ourselves and how we're choosing to think about our our future and, and what has just happened, just to really... Frame it in a way that is, is helpful for us and, and not a condemning sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I think if we think of it um, in that way, that what do I make it mean when I get feedback, which it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. I think that is where the work lies because if we think that we are worthy and enough and valuable then whatever someone else says about our work, we will make it mean that it is something that we maybe need to improve or a skill, or it is something that maybe we had an oversight in and that we can improve on. Uh, Whereas if we don't feel good about ourselves, we don't maybe have a a high self-worth, we don't have a good um, self-concept, then... It's very easy for us to make it mean that there's something wrong with us. And I think this is then when it comes up, this, is this good enough? We start doubting ourselves and our ability and the the work that we put out there. uh.
0: I was watching a short video. It was of a mom who was a, like a child counselor person. And she was giving advice and she had a picture that her daughter had just drawn and the little girl had run off to use the bathroom or something. And the mom kind of exited into another room with this picture. And she shows the picture and it was it was really good. It was beautiful little painting. And, and the mom said that her daughter had said, mom, what do you think? Or do you like my picture? And the mom was saying, I'm not going to tell her it's really good. And then she said, I'm going to instead ask her, what do you think? What do you like about it? What were you thinking about when you did that? What, what, You know, where did the creative ideas come from or where did, and I'm just going to ask her more about what she thinks about it because she wanted to develop in her daughter not to look outside of herself for somebody else to tell her that it's good and really build her up and stuff. When she knows that in life, her daughter is going to have to be able to look at her own work and decide if she felt that she had done her very best and how did it make her feel about her own productivity and what she was creating and the the joy maybe that just came from expressing herself through the project. And so I thought, well, that's a really interesting and helpful way of thinking about how do we help our children develop their own sense of when we've done good work, and what we're we're pleased to share with with other people and the pr- public, let's say or or you're or at your job, she would have her own evaluation of her own abilities rather than depending on somebody else.
1: That's such a great point. I love that. I think it goes both ways because if we are so reliant on on people telling us us, is it good enough? We are going to be so reliant on other people also giving us the positive side of whatever we're doing. And if it isn't going to be positive, and as we know in life, it isn't always going to be positive feedback, then what what are we going to do then? So I think that is such a, a good and um, to learn from, from from an early age to decide for yourself and to think thoughts because that's, that's exactly where the doubt comes from. If we have unhelpful thoughts not serving us, that leads to the doubt. Instead of, if we want to feel good and, and worthy and think that something is valuable, then we have to like start thinking along those lines. We can't think to ourselves, I'm not good at this or this, in comparison to that person, this isn't on the standard that it should be. We need to, and if you've listened to the show, we constantly talk about our, our thoughts and how powerful that is in creating how we feel and then if that determines what we're going to be doing next. The choices we make, the actions we take, the behavior, how we respond to other people. So the, the thought process is is quite important to help us to be confident and feel worthy and value ourselves, and then also value whatever we put out into the world. I also think
0: we have a lot to really learn, or maybe even the word is relearn. I believe, as a society, that. Other people's opinions are not dangerous or hurtful. I think it used to be that people were felt a little more free to share their opinions. And if their opinion was that they did or didn't appreciate something that you had done, was just an opinion. It was interesting. It was, we would maybe even say, oh, tell me more about that. But now it seems that if anybody dares to say, maybe they're not totally thrilled with something that you've said or done, or maybe they're not experiencing the work that you've done in a way that that is anything but positive or agrees with you that somehow now we make that like a really big problem and it's really not a problem if somebody else doesn't think your work is good enough or the the creation that you've made or for me it would be about all about my cooking probably <laughs> or it could be even about this podcast it's like well that's okay That's valuable information. It's interesting. I'd probably want to know what it was that made them, you know, think that or feel that way, but it's just information. And so it's interesting how we turn that and we use that against us. And then we make out like there's some problem instead of saying, well, interesting to me, this is exactly where I want to be. And this is the work I want to be doing. And I I do more than think it's good enough. In fact, I'm very pleased. With it, We don't we don't dare go there in our minds, right? We kind of let other people set the tone rather than taking responsibility for our own thoughts about it.
1: Yeah, that brings me to how do we determine value. And mm-hmm. I think that if we. Let's say we're in a business situation or we're creating something and putting something out into the world that. At times, we are going to be speaking to people and people are going to hear about whatever we have created and that might not add value to their lives or they might think it is not valuable. It's just because they are maybe in a different place. Maybe they are on a different level of of growth and whatever the work is that you put out there is maybe not in line with where they are in their path at the moment. And I think, again, going back to what's helpful to to think about a situation like that. Do I want to make it mean that my work isn't good enough or do I make it mean that I'm exactly where I should be right now and this is exactly where I am in my growth path and in my level of skill or knowledge in a particular area? I think a great example is if we think of someone that has gone without water for two days, water is going to be very valuable to them. They're most probably going to spend a whole lot more on the water than someone that just finished a a liter of water. So we have to think about that we're surrounded by people all the time and the people around us isn't necessarily on the same page as we are. And, And also take it from the perspective that This person doesn't see the value of whatever I've created because they are in a different place and sort of almost like leave it there. Instead of going and justifying or trying to make him wrong and and you right, I mean, that's just not necessary. It's just, I'm speaking to the wrong person right now. Let me go and find the people that is going to find value about the work that I actually put out there. Yeah.
0: I, I love the idea of deciding in advance before I even start something that whatever I create today, whatever I, I
1: design
0: or offer to somebody else that I, it is going to be good enough. This is going to be great. In fact, I like to just, I like to even think better than good enough. Like this is going to be exactly right for somebody, for me, maybe uh, for somebody else, this is going to be exactly what they need or how I, and so I decide that even before I create whatever it is that I'm making and it brings me back to, I remember making something, I, I wanted to create something for my dad for Christmas one year. And I was so afraid to start because I thought I couldn't make it so it would be good enough. I was going to be embarrassed or maybe it wasn't going to be perfect. And I just decided it, instead of instead of going down that road and deciding, well, if it's not good enough, then I just won't give it to him or whatever. I just decided that I'm going to just make it as best I can. and And my dad loved it. So it was, it was really special. And deciding that in advance, I think will help move you past just because I think mostly what we do is we decide we're just not going to do it. We already decide it's not going to probably be good enough, or I know that somebody else could do a better job. So I'm just not going to even try. And I think we miss out greatly when we do that. And so does the rest of the world, I think you know, what you have and what you're making and what you're offering, maybe just what somebody needs. And we would be withholding that from them because we've judged it so hard in the beginning that we don't even ever create.
1: Yes. And I think if we use it, is this good enough in one area of life? We must probably are doing it in all areas of life. And I think, to get us started to maybe think a little bit differently or challenge our thoughts when we think is something good enough is to, I think mindset work is such a powerful thing because we can become aware. And I think after this episode, if you weren't aware of, is this good enough, this phrase that we use, you might have thought that this is the truth. And because I, I think it, it it must be the truth and um, that we can actually question that. And mindset work is so important in this specific case because we can become aware of our thoughts. And if we change our thoughts and we can become aware of them and and investigate them, then we can find something that's more helpful, that is going to make us feel more worthy and valuable. And that is going to, again, determine how our life plays out. Are we going out into the world being doubtful about ourselves all the time? Or do we want to live a life where we are courageous, where we want to uh, make use of opportunities that comes our way? And if we consistently feel that what I'm doing isn't enough, or what I, what I'm creating is this good enough, then mindset work is a great starting point. Uh, becoming aware of our thoughts because that's what determines the rest of what we do, what goes, what comes next. Mm-hmm. One last point that we haven't touched on is, I, and and it's quite important for me, is that we can constantly remind ourselves about our purpose and our mission and why we're here and sort of the assignment that we were put on this earth to do. And I think if we're more focused on the assignment and being obedient to the assignment, then we will be less concerned about what others think or wanting their approval or their validation when we do things. So whenever we are in doubt, going back to sort of my purpose. Why am I here? What am I doing? Why am I doing it right now? Who have I been put on this earth to serve? I think that overrides for me in a whole lot of cases that sentence that I maybe have sometimes is like, is this good enough? So I hope that is helpful for, for you as well.
0: I think that's an amazing reminder. Thank you, Norma. Amazing. So is it good enough? You get to decide. Before you begin any project or any act of service, any process, instead of comparing yourself to somebody else or hoping that somebody else will approve, you can decide in advance that what you have to offer is good enough. And in fact, it is important. Have an amazing rest of your week and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.
1: And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.